It's Wednesday of the fourth week of Lent, Wednesday in Mediana. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. We continue our spiritual pilgrimage to the Roman stations on this very special day in Lent, especially in ancient times. We start at the Colic Church of St. Menas. He was an Egyptian saint, and his church was on the banks of the Tiber, about a single milestone out from the city, on the way towards St. Paul's outside the walls. And that's where the station is today. St. Paul, of course, was a Roman citizen. He could not be crucified, so he was beheaded near Rome on the road that goes out to the port city of Ostia at a place called Tres Fontane, Three Fountains, about two miles to the south of the center of Rome. And his humble little tomb swiftly became the site of a shrine and then a basilica built by Constantine the Emperor in the 4th century. There was a long covered portico or walkway from the edge of the city all the way out to the basilica to help pilgrims make the trip more easily. In 1823, the basilica burned from the facade to the triumphal arch within and a great appeal was made, and gifts of money came from all over the world in order to rebuild it. And so what you see today is like an ancient basilica, but of fairly modern construction. During the year dedicated to St. Paul in 2008 and 9, archaeologists found the marble sarcophagus of the apostle beneath the main altar, and inside the tomb were bone fragments dating to the first century and remains of cloth of purple, which is the imperial color, with gold threads, very much like the cloth that was found to have been wrapped around Peter's bones. St. Paul's is a good place to have the station today because he is the quintessential convert, and his eyes and ears were opened after having been closed. And today, on Wednesday in Mediana, the catechumens are put through a ritual in the first part of Mass that is very much like the first part of the traditional baptism ceremonies. The catechumens would be called by name to come forward where the priest would put salt in their mouths, which is still part of the traditional form of baptism. They knelt as a cross was traced on their foreheads by their sponsors. This was repeated three times with three exorcisms. Before the gospel, they had the epphata, or ear-opening ritual, to open the catechumens up to receive the spiritual message of the word. And then they had the traditio symboli, or the handing over of the creed, which was sung in Greek for the Greek speakers and in Latin for the Latin speakers. And then an acolyte held their hands over their head, and they were taught the Our Father, and it was broken down phrase by phrase and explained to them. And after that, they were sent away before the sacrificial part of the Mass today. This all happened in St. Paul's Outside the Walls on this Wednesday of the fourth week. From Sermon 254 of St. Augustine of Hippo Hoc tempus miseriae nostre gemitus nostri, si quis est qui habea talem spem gemitus, quadraginta illi die significant ante pasca, Letitiae vero, quae posterior erit, quietis felicitatis, vite eterne, regni sine fine, quod non dum est, his diebus quinquaginta. This, our current time of destitution and tears, is symbolized by the forty days before Easter, the time to follow, a time of gladness, peace, happiness, eternal life, and endless reigning that has yet to come. 
is instead symbolized by the 50 days during which we lift up our praises to God. In other words, we are presented with two time periods, one before the resurrection of the Lord and the other after the resurrection of the Lord. One is the time in which we live now, the other is the time in which we one day hope to live. The present time of weeping, symbolized by the 40 days of Lent, is the time in which we live and which we symbolize in ourselves. The time of joy, peace, and reigning, symbolized by the days of the Pentecost, is expressed by our Alleluia, though we do not yet truly possess these praises. Alleluia. 